today, four day is late, four day, what 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 today, four day, lay four day, day four day, lay four day, come on everybody, it's lay four day, come on everybody, it's day four day. Morning Show with Matt and Mo. Good morning. <laughs> it's Monday, y'all. Hope you're feeling good out there. Coming up on today's show, getting fired over flatulence. What? Hallmark Christmas movies yes. and boycott in and out. <laughs> Gracious sakes. Who would do such a thing? <laughs> but first, it's the Back Row Morning Show and it is September 3rd, which means we got some holidays to celebrate, isn't it, Mo? There we go. Uh huh. Yes, uh huh. We got some holidays. We sure do. <laughs> Um, I'm sure as you all know, today is Labor Day. That means most everybody gets a day to sleep in. Don't have to go to work, which absolutely amazes me. You know, the one day that we celebrate labor. Right. And and the fact that we have the right to work outside of our homes. We don't work. I have an unpopular opinion about Labor Day. Okay. I don't consider certain forms of work labor. Okay. If you have a job where you sit at a desk most of the time, I don't consider that labor. I consider labor the hardworking person who's out there, you know. Your construction workers yeah, and the, the, or doctors. The, the people that are on their feet all the time. Yeah, doing mm-hmm. doing the real mm-hmm. intense kind of job. Mm-hmm. I, consider, I, I feel like those are the people that should get the day off. Okay, so I sit at a desk <laughs> so most do of I. the time. So do I. And here's the difference in our jobs, though. Megan does, Megan Kelly does my job in in your building, in your right. housing of office. Right. You don't have to man the calls of the angry people who <laughs> just... But that's just an annoyance. That's not labor. That is labor. That is 100% labor. To be kind to them is labor. Just being nice. It really physically is. exhausts me. It really, really does. The way that I do it, I'm not quite certain how I do, because oh, the, my deskmate will answer the phone, and I can tell basically from the conversation that she's having what who the person is and what they need, mm-hmm. and I can tell that great she's about to transfer this call to me, so she'll put them <laughs> on hold, and she'll say this is for you, and I'll go. <sighs> Fine, I, whatever, just send them over. Clovis Municipal Schools, this is Megan. How can I help you? And every time I hang up the phone, my deskmate is like, how do you do that? How do you just flip your switch from being so completely annoyed to so nice and kind? It's labor. (laughs) Well, I told you it was unpopular. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody else tell Matt how unpopular his opinion truly is. Don't at me. 
<laughs> All right, our next holiday for today is National Skyscraper Day. Mmm, holiday where we celebrate <laughs> tall buildings. Well, that just if if you're in a big city, I mean, right. we can't do this. No, I mean, we could go to Hotel Clovis. Our tall, yeah, that's a, how tall is that? Mm, seven stories, eight stories, something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's nowhere near a skyscraper. So high. But if you live in a big city, go on your day off since it's Labor Day and you're not at work. Go tour a, you know a skyscraper. You know what's dumb? What is dumb? Albuquerque has several tall buildings, but they only have like one really that could be considered a skyscraper. Of any, it's it's much taller than most. But there's no observation deck. No, you cannot go to the top. And even look out a, a hallway window or anything over the downtown area. Like, it's really nice looking downtown, but you can't see it unless you're on a plane. <laughs> and you're flying over <laughs> you're it. flying over it. That is it's odd. It's very sad. Jeez, Albuquerque. All right, our last holiday for today is U.S. Bowling League Day. Are you a good bowler, Matt? Let me put it this way. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I was uh, a kid, oh gosh, I want to say fourth grade, I was invited to a birthday party at a bowling alley. Okay. I nearly killed the birthday boy. Oh no! <laughs> I, I can see it now. I I was up there uh-huh. about to about to throw that ball as hard as I can, and I whipped it back. Yep. And it just flew off my fingers, hit the only empty seat. Right next to the, the birthday. birthday boy. That's hilarious. I busted the seat with the ball, and it—I mean—that's quite a few feet back. I mean, that yeah. was quite a quite a throw, a lot of momentum. So yeah, I definitely could have uh, seriously injured somebody. That's awesome. Way to so, go. Yeah. Since then, I since then, even to this day, I'm conscious of that. I'm yeah. just like I make sure I don't let go of that grip whatsoever on my back. Backswing? Is that what that would yep. be called? Yeah, your backswing. Even swing. though it's not golf? Anyway. So that's what makes you not a good bowler then. Because you're consciously <laughs> right, conscious. I'm, I'm too I'm too focused on don't let go of the ball. Exactly. And then, yeah, no. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm decent. There are times that I win, but it's very rare. Yeah. And it's got to be with a bunch of people that also stink yeah. at bowling. Yeah. <laughs> So we enjoy taking our kids with the Martinez kids and and Sippy and Samantha and we'll all go bowl occasionally. And Samantha and I both are terrible bowlers. We are absolutely suck. It's a good day if we break 100. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah. (laughs) So a good bowler bowls 300. Well, no, that's a... that's perfect a, that's a good bowler. That's a perfect bowler. That's like a, a league bowler. You can't get above 300. That's what my dad bowls is 300. <laughs> and he and my mom used to be in a league when I was young. Yeah. So every Tuesday night we would go to the bowling alley while they would bowl competitively against all these other teams. My brother and I sat in the little nursery play area and just watched out the windows. And I can remember thinking, I'm big enough. Why can't I play? <laughs> um. But anyway, Sippy, it just, it drives him so mad that Samantha and I don't care to get any better. <laughs> we're out there and we're having fun and we're bowling and we're not throwing a fit about it. We're enjoying you, ourselves. He's trying to give you tips. Yes, he keeps trying to tell us how to bowl correctly. And Samantha and I are both like, we don't care. <laughs> we're having fun. Leave us alone. Uh, that's funny. 
Yeah. So it's not always about winning and losing. Yeah. It's just about Jeez. having fun. Cool out, Tippy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Those well, are my holidays. Yeah. Well, how was uh, how was your, your weekend there, Mo? <laughs> I had a wonderful weekend, let me tell you. Oh. Please I, do. Actually, I had a really crappy week. Whole week, yeah. A whole week. A whole <laughs> stinking painful week. <laughs> and it's not any better, to be totally honest. Oh. Um, I found out last Monday that I have a gallstone. Mm. One single large gallstone. Mm, I guess mm, it's mm. more common to have multiple gallstones. Yeah, like in smaller your ones. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just tiny little pebble-like gallstones no i have one large rock the size of a golf ball or what is it the size no of? <laughs> because your gallbladder isn't even that big I'm kidding um <laughs> it's the size of a pencil eraser which within my gallstone large, yeah. yeah your gallstone um is about the size your huh your gallbladder you mean yeah your gallbladder i'm sorry i'm trying to think of a fruit that's this size and i can't a pear Nah, a little bit bigger than a pear, but not by much. Maybe a couple pears together. Um, and so I have a gallstone that is the size of a pencil eraser that is just floating around in there, enjoying itself, having itself a good old party inside my gallbladder. And it is causing me massive amounts of pain. On Monday, uh, Monday morning, I was getting Mila ready for school and... All of a sudden, you know how like when you have the flu, how you just get really hot mm-hmm. and you start to sweat and you just feel like you're going to pass out? Yeah. That happened. Gracious. I know. And so I'm standing there over the bathroom counter doing her hair and I just kind of lean over the counter and I looked at her and I was like, your hair's just going to have to look like this today. I can't do it. <laughs> I ended up, I was trying to get ready for work. I got ready. I was like five, almost 10 minutes late, which isn't really unnormal for me. But anyway, um, (laughs) I drove her to school, was on my way to work, made it to the stoplight, and I just burst out into tears. I was in so much pain. So I called my boss and I'm crying and I'm trying to explain to her what's going on. Made it home. Chris took me to urgent care, which there's nothing urgent about urgent care. Right. We... um, but actually, they were they were good. They were top notch there. That has been the best part of my experience. Has good. been urgent care, although I almost passed out there because they had to take blood work, and I hadn't eaten anything, hadn't <laughs> drank anything. <laughs> She's taking three vials of blood. Oh, gosh. And again, I start to feel really hot, really flushed, and I'm sitting in that little you know that little chair that has the handrail in front of you, the armrail in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I was like, I don't feel so good. I think I'm going to puke. And she's trying to get that last vial of blood, you know, get it topped off and everything. And so she's trying to tell Chris where the barf bags are. (laughs) And he can't find them. He doesn't know where they are. He's freaking out. And he's pretty much yelling at her, why don't you have these things laying out (laughs) in these instances? So I just keep saying, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. I do not feel good. I am going to throw up. And all of a sudden, all I remember is the room swarmed with people. I had one of the blood pressure cuffs quickly placed on my arm. 
They're fanning me. I have a barf bag in front of me. I have a bottle of orange juice. They're all just trying to, apparently, my levels completely bottomed out. My face and body lost all of its color. Chris said that I was, like, moaning in agony (laughs) really loud, just, and I'm sure that I was. Gracious. I don't remember any of this. And I told Chris that it was almost like an out-of-body experience because I could hear things. I could hear all the commotion going on around me, but I couldn't see any of it. Wow. Yeah. So terrifying. Yep. Then we had to go over to the ER and had to be admitted over there. And then I've had to wait for a week because regardless of what people may think, military health care sucks and it is the worst insurance that you could ever get in your entire life. (laughs) All day Wednesday, we had to sit at the military med group and practically force someone behind their desk. This person doesn't labor too hard, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Had to force them to press the button in order to get my referral to go through so that I can have this gallbladder removed so that I can no longer be in pain. And I am still waiting for that to happen. Wow. So that was my week, Matt. What was yours? (laughs) Mine's been pretty easy. Good for you. Uh, no. Well, uh, my my father is actually in the hospital right now. Uh, so in uh, Lubbock, Texas. So I've been driving. I've driven up to. I drove up to take him with my mom uh, to the hospital, which was a bear of a problem. Gosh, I've never been in like a stereotypical ER like you see on TV, where it's just all chaos, dark, and. Tons of people coughing on each other and all that. You know, RER, I've been in a few times, and there's usually only just a few handful of people in there. Even when it's busy, it doesn't feel like you're overbearing with people. I had to wait two and a half hours. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a wait, but I mean, I my watched, dad... I watched as five pregnant women got pushed in front of me. <laughs> Apparently, they take precedence. They do, if yes. You're, if you're pregnant, they're you passing take priority. a baby, not no, a but they're, No, but they're not there to have the baby. Oh. Like, you can't tell seen. that anything is wrong with them. They don't even have as much as a sniffle or a cough. <laughs> they're laughing, but drinking because, soda. Exactly. <laughs> it, three out of those five were doing it, and I'm sitting in this little wheelchair cover, covered up in a blanket, feeling like I'm dying, and they're getting priority over me. I've been pregnant three times. Uh, well, my dad sat in this li- this uh, ER for six hours. What? Waiting to get even into the initial screening room in the er no way and then this doctor comes in my dad my dad has cirrhosis of the liver uh not from drinking but from a fatty liver uh just developed into it and uh it's kind of it's taking its toll it's progressing and uh, he gained within within a week's time he gained 25 pounds of fluid in all throughout his body like uh last friday we had dinner and he was walking just fine by Sunday, he couldn't walk anymore. Um, so it had gotten pretty intense. So we took him up quick. there. Yeah. So we took him up there to hopefully find some answers and get drained. Well, we're in the ER and the doctor for the ER comes in saying, well, uh, I don't know if we could admit you because you don't really have a problem. We're like, my dad can't walk. He's gained so much weight. He goes, yeah, well, that's just kind of what cirrhosis does. And he wasn't going to help or help get the fluid off or nothing. He was just going to leave him. Yeah, like, he was just, he was, and there was a lot more to it, but he was just kind of a, 
a jerk. I don't know. I don't know if he's always like that or if he was just having a bad day. But uh, my mom and I, and I, I typically give people the benefit of the doubt. And this guy was just, he was a, a turd, a turd sandwich. Um, but luckily, the admitting doctor came in. Uh, a very nice lady and said, Oh, we're definitely going to admit him <laughs> to the hospital. Uh, so he's, he's doing much better. I went to see him last night and, uh, they've gotten almost all the fluid down and he, he's, uh, uh I believe he walked himself to the bathroom, uh, at that point too, before I got right before I got there. So I think he can actually move again, but you know, it is, there's nothing really you can do. You can't cure cirrhosis. You can right. get a liver transplant, but my dad's too old for that, and his body wouldn't handle it. So it's just kind of happening. Yeah. You know, and they said this is probably going to happen a few more times. Uh, but he's he's doing okay. He's he's in better spirits than I think I would be. Uh, so I get to spend most of the week with that. I'll probably go up and see him again. Here in a couple days if he's still up there, but they might release him soon because he's doing much better. Um, so a lot of hospital stuff. Yeah, a lot of week, hospital stuff. Which I guess is not great. Hospitals <laughs> suck. Well, let's, uh, let's energize ourselves because I'm feeling like maybe we got a little depressed now. We did kind of get a little let's bit not, depressed. Let's not be depressed anymore. And on a Monday morning. Let's, let's get a little manic, hey? Because it's Manic Monday, and that means that we play a little bit more of the harder rocking... Uh, blood pumping, foot stomping music <laughs> that you love to hear <laughs> on Back Row Radio. When we come back, fired for farting. Yes. Stick around. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show with Matt and Mo. It all started with a dream. A dream of killing time on his typically uneventful security job at a local hospital. A man who calls himself Paul Flart started an Instagram account that featured nothing but videos of him farting. Short videos of his face while he used the acoustics of his security station to let them rip. And once one of his fans made a supercut video of his most supercuts, Paul Flart went viral. His follower count exploded, much like his flatulence. Currently, he is quickly approaching 100,000 followers on Instagram. He's about to get a new one. However, internet fame came back to bite him in the butt, as his employers were furious. Despite the fact that no logos, addresses, other people, or any identifying information whatsoever was shown in these videos, we don't even know the guy's real full name, just that his first name is Doug, he was fired last week from his job. He live-streamed the firing, which made it clear just how unhappy his bosses were. He's hoping that he can carry his fart videos onward and become some sort of true internet celebrity. <laughs> That's amazing. Shout oh, out gosh. to Paul. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, he's he stopped after he got fired uh, uploading videos for, I think, about a week or two. Uh, and then he purchased, I guess, he purchased another security shirt with a nondescript logo on it. And now he's just doing them from some from other home. place. <laughs> yeah, from his kitchen or something. That's hilarious. And he's talking about doing uh, theme 
videos. Paul Flart on vacation where he farts in different <laughs> in Paris and the Caribbean and whatnot. Good for him. You know, <laughs> that's a way to take your talent and really use them. You gotta watch that supercut video of it though. It's it's quite entertaining. Very uh very funny stuff. If you're into that kind of humor, which you know I totally am. He labels himself on Instagram as an artist. Yes. <laughs> Paul Flart, artist, the fart authority. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, he was bored. He was bored at his job. Good for him. Good for him. We all should be a little more Paul Flart like. <laughs> See, I have a problem with that. Uh, at home with uh, with Daedra and now with my kids, I always fart very loudly just to get a reaction out of people. And I have found that I have to really watch myself to not do that in public. <laughs> <laughs> because I've gotten so used to doing it at home. Well, and your body is now so used to it. Right. Your body's like, yes, we're about to expel this nonsense. And then you don't. Oh, that's scary. It is Manic Monday. <laughs> we are definitely manic today. We are playing some more of the louder Christian rock. Enjoy it. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more Back Row Morning Show up next. What condiment is most critical? Stick around. morning show we got a question from shane and shane awesome said you're eating a hamburger what condiment is most critical oh my i want to know what do you think about on a hamburger on a hamburger um okay on a hamburger i'm thinking probably mayonnaise mayonnaise, mayonnaise is most critical on a hamburger Get out of here yep it's, it's a toss-up between mayonnaise and mustard you're the worst. You're the worst human being. Why? It's, it's ketchup, clearly. No. <laughs> Here's why it's not ketchup. You have a tomato on a hamburger. I don't put no tomatoes on my hamburger. You're supposed to put a tomato uh, on a hamburger. Nah. That's what your issue is. Your issue is that you're not putting your veggies on your food. <laughs> hey, all of McDonald's best burgers don't have tomato on them. I'm just saying. That's why McDonald's don't have the best burgers. <laughs> Oh, okay. What about a hot dog? Um, I'm a mustard kind of person. I feel like that's the iconic. It's got to be a mustard thing. I like mustard. Kids are more prone to ketchup. I don't like anything on a hot dog. No? I like the hot dog just plain, plain and bare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like pickle relish on a hot dog. Hot dog. I can I do like, I can do chili and cheese on a hot yeah. dog too. See, and I am not a big chili person. No. It makes my bun soggy. It's <laughs> that's true. It you gotta then eat it, it quick. all just falls apart. You gotta eat it quick. Yeah, it's no fun at that point. 
So I mean, I do like though. Have you gone to Sonic and had like the Chicago dog, and it's got the peppers? No, but I know uh, when oh. I worked at Wiener Schnitzel, we made them every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I like peppers. I like sauerkraut. I like. I don't like the taste of sauerkraut. Oh, I love. But sauerkraut. I love the smell of it. I don't. That's know why. odd. I don't know why. Same thing with green chili. Like, especially, like, roasting green chili. Yeah. I love... That's, like, top three smells. So, I want you to know that every everyone else of our listeners who is not from this area just heard you say that, and they're like, what? What is Roasted green chili? Roasted green chili? <laughs> what mean is jalapenos? he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so, everyone, go Google it, because go Google. it really is a go thing. Go Google Hatch Green Chili. Hatch Green Chili. It's what our area is kind of known for then order some. here. And send your taste buds on a trip to the moon. It is incredibly good. Do not get hot because it is very hot. It will like that's New Mexico hot, y'all. Yeah, that ain't that ain't Boston hot. So it's if they ask hot. if they ask you as they're roasting them whether you want mild or hot, always go with mild <laughs> because mild is still hot. It's just not deadly hot. All right, condiment <laughs> critical on a corn dog. Again. Still mustard? Mustard. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right with that, too. All right, how about steak? Do you put sauce on your steak? Eh, sometimes, but not usually. Is it, a, is it A1 or is it some other A1 sauce? is my favorite steak Absolutely. sauce. A1 is like, my favorite sauce of all time. Yeah. I, I even sit there when I have, you know leftover sauce and just wiggle my fork in it just make the sauce right off your plate (laughs) (laughs) it's nostalgic for me though my dad used to put a1 on everything yeah yeah growing up so that's what i think of whenever i have it i mean i've had it since i was a kid i've always liked it so yeah yeah uh what about fish sauce on fish um i guess tartar sauce you do the tartar sauce tartar sauce tartar sauce horseradish Mm, yeah Uh, I'm not a big fish person. Mm, uh, if I'm doing seafood, I'm doing crustaceans. And so I usually do the lemon yeah. squirt. You know? Lemon squirt. That's always pretty good. Especially like on fried, like fried shrimp Yeah, with lemon on it. Because oh, it soaks in that lemon oh, juice. Gosh. Do you do cocktail sauce? I don't hate it, but cool. it's not my favorite. I do not like it. I don't. I don't typically use it. I try comes. to like. I try it every couple years or so because you know your That's taste buds change. Yeah, and so I'm like, maybe I'll like it. Nope, still don't like it. That's kind of <laughs> how often I use it. Yeah, I'll use it every couple years. I don't hate it, but I won't like. I won't even use it completely in a meal. Yeah, like every bit or anything like that. I'll dunk yeah. a couple times. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. I can't. I can't do it. But you know what I really like on fish? What? Anything that kills the taste of fish. Oh, but fish <laughs> is so good. It's a Jim Gaffigan joke. <laughs> How about we rabbit and seaweed covered in soy sauce? I like fish, but only if it doesn't taste like fish. I got news for you. I don't think you like fish. <laughs> now, I'm actually, I, I subscribe to the theory that if you can't eat the protein source of choosing here without any sauce you don't really like that meat exactly yeah yeah i'm i can't believe you agree with me on this no one ever agrees with me no on this. i agree 100 percent. you so much 100 percent. i feel so validated right now I you're welcome cry. <laughs> uh, but no seriously if you have to cover it in sauce um, it, it, you're just, just eating yeah. the sauce at that right. point 
That's what you want. I feel like a sauce, it doesn't matter what kind of sauce it is, it does not enhance the flavor of any meat. It right. does not make it just that adds another flavor you're eating yeah, it, with it. It basically just covers up whatever mm-hmm. that flavor is, mm-hmm. which is why on steak I typically don't eat. I won't put sauce on it. Yeah, I will if it's a really good steak, I will avoid sauce. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's hard to get a really good steak. Yeah. Especially around here. So normally mine is covered in sauce. Yeah. Well, uh, see, and we don't go out to eat steak because that's just too daggone expensive. It is we expensive. we don't have the money for that. I bet if I could make them at home it might be better. Yeah. That's typically when we eat our steak is when Chris grills them at home and therefore there is no need for sauce because my husband is a bomb griller. He is. I can vouch for that. Good food, y'all. He is awesome. All right. Last question on this topic. Kay. If you could only use one condiment for the rest of your life. I know this. Okay. What is it? McDonald's hot mustard. It of is all, my favorite. Of all the things. It is my favorite. You could have said. I know. I never would have pinpointed that one. I love McDonald's hot mustard. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yes. Is it a like it's a dipping a, sauce? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's amazing. I never veer beyond the barbecue and sometimes the packets of honey. Oh, so the next time you get chicken nuggets. Oh, no, thank you. I'm not a mustard person. <laughs> mustard is my least, well, no, mayonnaise is my least favorite condiment, but mustard is a close second. Goodness. Okay, so then number two would be Polynesian <laughs> sauce from Chick-fil-A. From Chick-fil-A, that's pretty popular. And then number three would be Yum Yum sauce, which apparently it's a regional thing. I don't know that you know what it is. I've never but heard of it. Sounds inappropriate. On the east side, <laughs> it is what we get in Chinese restaurants to put over top of like your your chicken and rice mm. dishes. And it's basically, um, we've tried to make it, but we can't recreate it. But it, it has like a mayonnaise base and then it has um, something in it that makes it pink. We can't figure out if it's ketchup or if it's Thousand Island or what it is, but it's amazing. And you can't buy it over here. You have to be on the East to find it and buy it. Oh, man. What's yours, Matt? Gosh, that's a hard question. It really is. Well, I gave my top three, so you did. narrow it you down. Were, yeah, you were ready, and I didn't even give you this info ahead of time. Um, honestly, I think I would say A1 sauce. Because yeah. I, I would put it on a lot of things. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't use sauce too often on things. But the ones that I do, I think would all go good with. Like they say, even on the bottle, good with with steak, chicken, and pork. And yeah. Like I've had it with pork and it is really good with pork. Uh, I've had it with chicken once and I did not care for it all okay. that much. But uh, chicken is also one of those things I don't normally have sauce on. So I don't like chicken. You don't like chicken at all? I really don't. Like grilled don't. chicken? I really don't. Oh. Greg, uh, my father-in-law, makes a Italian dressing marinated grilled chicken. Yeah. That is just killer. Yeah. It is so good. Um, but yeah, I guess I would have to say A1 sauce. Um, yeah. And then beyond that, uh, barbecue sauce of some yeah. kind. That is my least favorite. You like barbecue sauce? I do. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. That's sad. You live this close to Texas and you don't like barbecue sauce. No, no. No. <laughs> no. No. What? No. That is not barbecue sauce. <laughs> Eastern North Carolinian here in your midst. <laughs> barbecue sauce is 
vinegar-based with peppers and seasoning and spices. It is not... She's a barbecue sauce snob, ladies and gentlemen. It is not what you buy out of a bottle. It is not bread-based or ketchup-based or whatever that garbage is. It isn't even mustard-based like South Carolinians lead you to believe. It is vinegar-based. Vinegar-based. And if Heinz tries to sell me one more bottle that says Carolina-style barbecue sauce on it and it's mustard-based, I might lose it. I might. Uh, I feel like you're already losing it right now. Well, I posted a picture about a year ago on my Instagram as I was walking through the grocery store and that bottle caught my eye. And I thought, you know what? I have a voice on Instagram. I'm just going to I'm going to throw this out there. And I threw it out there that hashtag Heinz lies. That was my hashtag because it is not real Carolina sauce. It is not. That is like saying that South Carolina is the only of the Carolinas that matters because North Carolina does not do their barbecue like that. And if you watch any of the cooking shows, you will come to realize that North Carolina has multiple restaurants in the town that I grew up in. Mm -hmm. North Carolina has the number one rated barbecue restaurant in the nation. Shout out to to Pete Jones Barbecue. barbecue. (laughs) Yep. All right, well, I hit, a, I hit a hot button. <laughs> a hot button here. So I want to hear gonna, what everybody else thinks. going to move on. Tell us about your barbecue, people. <laughs> What's number one? Casting Crown's Juan DeVivo quoted on Twitter that you aren't in a truly serious relationship until you start secretly throwing away your yes! partner's worst clothes. Yes! <laughs> oh! Have you ever done this to Chris? Have you thrown away his work clothes? Okay, so this is a life lesson that his mom bestowed upon me when Chris and I were first married. Chris had these awful jeans that were his favorite jeans. They were like the only jeans that he wore, but because they were the only jeans that he wore, they were slowly, well, not slowly, they were actually very rapidly falling apart in the butt area. You could see... On the one butt cheek, you could see all of his boxers, where in the seam, it had just pulled away from each other. It was like mesh. <laughs> it wasn't even mesh. It was just nothing. It was just nothing. Just a hole. I gotcha. It was just a hole. And I kept telling him, you can't wear those anymore. Yes, I can. No, you really... No, you can't. And I think that he was still in that mindset because we were in our early 20s, yeah. you know, but he was still in that very teenage mindset of it doesn't matter what I look like when I go out in public, right. you know. Well, yes, it does. So we had spent the weekend with his parents. It was a long weekend, possibly Labor Day weekend. I don't know. And we had gone <laughs> home and spent that weekend with his parents and his mom was doing our laundry and I was folding it with her. And she said, OK, this is what you need to do. Every time you wash his pants... When you pull them out of the washer, just rip it a little more. (laughs) You rip that hole just a little more. Because eventually he's going to get to the point where he will refuse to wear them. And it did happen. It became to where his pants were just a thong. Oh my god! That's all that was left of them was the middle seam. And he still wore them. Nope, he only wore them to mow the yard in. But it took out in the yard to, to do yard work. Oh, gracious. But it, it was probably three years later that I finally told him, your mom told me to do this. And he's like, what? I can't believe she did that. 
<laughs> so yes, I've done that. Have you done that to Daedra? I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, I know there have been things that I disliked her wearing, but I feel like I just tell her I don't really like that, and then she eventually stops wearing it. I'm basically. Uh, slyly shame her about it <laughs> for a long period of time. Uh, if I've done that, it's only been once. I don't really remember a lot. Worst uh, husband award yeah. ever. Yeah. <laughs> Way worse than slowly destroying your spouse's favorite thing. Yep. yep. Exactly. <laughs> but I am sure, I am positive Daedra's thrown away something of mine. Uh, I wear a lot of t-shirts and I don't know where some of them are. So, I'm assuming they're they're gone. They're gone. Uh, <laughs> They've no, become actually, a, a rag of some sort. I had I had a shirt that I just like to wear around the house. It was very comfortable, it was big, and but it had like a little hole, like right in the top of the stomach. I remember that. And for that some shirt. reason, that drove her nuts <laughs> to the point where one day I came back and the shirt, just, the hole was much bigger. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, guess I'll throw I this see away what you're now. doing. <laughs> I've actually told her my trick. Yeah. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> that might have been it. I'm pretty certain uh. it was. <laughs> you are welcome. It is Manic Monday. We are playing more of your hard rock Christian hits. When we come back, we know Nick Cage's real name. Stick around. morning show here on back row radio we're glad that you are with us this morning and it's time for five random facts with mo what all right what, 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 what? so i was trying to read through these pretty quickly and some of them have words that are big for me to pronounce so <laughs> i'll help you all right perfect so number one a study has found that reaching for objects while driving makes you nine times more likely to have a car accident which is surprisingly high to me but i believe it oh yeah because there have been several times that i've been reaching for like in the cd case or whatever and i look up and oh hey there's traffic here yep yeah yep uh the second one measles is so infectious that around 90 percent of people near an infected person will become infected if they are not immune wow how many times can I say infected or of the like in one sentence? <laughs> Goodness. Yep. Okay, number three. Vaccinate your kids, people. Sorry. Well, it's your choice whether you vaccinate or not. But vaccinate your kids. It's your choice. <laughs> All right. Don't be that person, Mo. I was that it. person. Don't be that person. We delayed vaccinations on all of our children. And they are all just fine, as are we. But if they it's come your into, choice. But if they come into contact with someone who has measles. And it's been how many years that Topher has been living? Almost 13. And he's he's good to go. Okay. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we eventually vaccinated. We just chose to delay vaccinations. Okay. Right. Within their first six weeks, they That's were fine. not pumped full of antibiotics that their bodies did not need. So... <laughs> 
I feel like this might be a future argument. It may be. Let's move on from it. You're the one that started it. I was going to let it go. I'm just trying to remind parents they have the choice. All right. But what is that word, Matt? Fan, fantasmia? Fantasmia, I think. Fantasmia is smelling an odor that is not actually there. I have fantasmia? that all the time. Oh, I just had it like 15 minutes ago while we were sitting here. (laughs) I smelled cat pee and could not figure out where it was coming from. I'm smelling my shirt, smelling my (laughs) cup of coffee, smelling my phone, trying to figure out where is that smell. I I don't smell it now. It's a new game. Where's that smell? Where's that smell? All right. Nicolas Cage's real name is Nicolas Coppola? Coppola. His stage name was inspired by Marvel's Luke Cage, one of his favorite comic characters. And lastly. Gummy bears are coated with carnauba wax, the same wax used to make cars shiny. (laughs) You're welcome. Gummy bears are so good. I was talking about this with my mom uh, when I went to visit my dad the other day, or last night. And when you're trying to eat no sugar... Or less sugar, and you try the sugar-free gummy bears. Uh, Haribo, you know who makes the, mm-hmm. that classic gummy bears? They also Haribo. make Haribo. Is it Haribo? It's Haribo. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Haribo <laughs> gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, they make really good sugar-free ones too. Yeah. But on the back of the package, even they warn you, "Hey, maybe don't eat more than five at oh, a time." Really? Which, who only eats five, five gummies? Gummy bears? You eat yeah. the whole bag. That's what that's the perfect size. And so the reason is it is so full of artificial sweetener, it will give you massive amounts of intestinal issues. Really? I don't want to just come out and say it, but I guess it will. Explosive diarrhea. It'll give you that if you eat too many. So if you're stopped <laughs> up, if you're constipated, yes. go eat sugar-free yes. yeah. gummy bears. Do you need to get it out? Eat a whole bag of... That's How's not it? a bad How idea. Haribo. Haribo. Haribo sugar-free Haribo. gummy bears. Haribo. Or any sugar-free gummy bears, honestly. Because they will they will all do the exact same thing. Really? And all sugar-free stuff will. But the gummy bears specifically have a lot in them per gummy bear. And that is one of the candies that people typically eat a whole bunch of in one sitting. So not too many people are eating a whole bunch of Trident at once. Right. Or or uh, sugar-free chocolates or whatever. You'll have a couple of them. You won't have a whole bag, most people. That's really interesting. Yeah, and terrifying. That's <laughs> that's the fun fact. If you are constipated, you don't need to take any of that medication. Just <laughs> eat a bag of sugar-free gummy bears. <laughs> uh, we, we are playing some of the harder rock Christian hits because it's Manic Monday. Uh, we're going to do that with you right now. Uh, we will be back at the top of the hour with some more Back Row Morning Show up next. Get ready to be stuck on the couch for Christmas. Stick around. It's the Back Row Morning Show, here with Matt and Mo. Mo, how you doing over there? Eh, I'm alright. Still got your gallbladder issues? Yep, you know. (laughs) 
We're going to be bringing it up all week, folks. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you like cheesy made-for-TV Christmas movies, then 2018 is going to be your year. Yes. Hallmark has announced that they are going to be debuting a staggering 34 Christmas movies this holiday season on their networks. I am so excited. That is more than one a day uh-huh. for the entire month of December. I'm so excited. 34 Christmas movies this holiday season on their networks. You might be thinking that it's barely September. Hardly a time to start worrying about this Christmas onslaught, but you would be wrong because Hallmark plans to start rolling these out next month. Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries will share the load with these 34 Christmas movies. Hallmark Channel will debut 22 of the new titles, while Hallmark Movies and Mysteries will take on the additional dozen. This marks a new record for Hallmark, besting last year's 33 new Christmas movies. <laughs> so just one more this year. Well, you know, uh, they had to up it. For the so. 2017 holiday season. that The number was up from 2016, which saw the networks dump just 28 new oh, so christian they, movies on they the airways really <laughs> uh, basically those who want to fill their dvrs with hallmark christmas movies and watch every single one every single day for more than a month leading up to the new year can do just that uh, hallmark channel will begin to roll out this year's new christmas movies on october 27th as part of its countdown to christmas programming uh, as that block begins hallmark movies and mysteries kicks off their most wonderful movies of christmas programming on November 4th, which is when they will begin to air their dozen new holiday offerings. For those of you who are afraid that there are so many, you may miss some. Uh, we've got you covered with our official back row Hallmark movie formula. I am not okay with you calling most this Hallmark movies official tend to follow back row. <laughs> Number one. This is Matt official. Woman does a thing. Mo is not affiliated in any way. Number two. Misunderstanding occurs. Number three, through misunderstanding, woman meets man. Number four, woman helps man solve emotional struggle. Number five, misunderstanding revealed. Number six, man leaves betrayed. Number seven, woman apologizes. Number eight, man realizes he still loves her. Number nine, mistletoe. And ten, end credits. Every single Hallmark movie in 10 steps. <laughs> Again. I official, had no part in this. Official back row. Mo and I both came up with this together. Lie. <laughs> All you have to do now is pick a setting like a toy company or a tropical island cruise. Whatever you got. Basically, I want Hallmark to surprise me. Kill one of them off before they get back together. Or make one of them a Russian spy. Have an alien invasion. Something surprising. That's not Hallmark. <laughs> People watch Hallmark to feel good <laughs> about they things. Are, they are feel-good movies. They I are. have a few of them saved uh, on, my, on, my, on my... DVR. DVR. Uh... They're, now, not, I they're not bad. I can't really get behind the fact that they're going to start pushing them out in October. I'm not okay with you're that. You're not okay with that? You have to wait until after Thanksgiving. That's my rule. Oh, yeah. You're one of those no Christmas at all until after until Thanksgiving. Until after Thanksgiving. And it can even be Thanksgiving evening after you have had your Thanksgiving meal. Watch your first Hallmark your movie. Your first Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> I am okay with that. 
But it, not before Halloween, for Pete's sake. <laughs> they are missing good, opportune moments to make Halloween movies and Thanksgiving movies. How are you going to make a Halloween movie on Hallmark? What do you that mean? That doesn't seem Hallmarky to no. have uh, spooks and, and frights. and. They have all kinds of really good, like <laughs> Halloween Town. I feel like that could be a Hallmark movie. Halloween Town is good. And uh, what was that other one? Um Dang it. I don't remember now. What? what? Oh, no. It was just more Halloween Town. Halloween, was Halloween Town, Town 2? 2. Halloween Town High was yeah. the third one. That's what yeah. I was thinking of. Halloween Town Those High. are some of my favorites. And Hocus Pocus one, is too, a... I think. Ugh, I hate Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is a I hate classic. it so much. It's a classic. Deidre loves it. I hate Hocus it Pocus. It is... I keep wanting to dress up as <laughs> the Sanderson sisters for Halloween, but I have to have... Two other people willing to do it, and no one else is willing. So. <laughs> no, I refuse to even watch that movie again. Oh, it's, enough. it's so good. I've had enough. My life is too short at this point. Whatever. <laughs> See, I even feel like Casper, you know, the one that we grew up with with Casper, Christina Ricci. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've forgotten all about that's, Casper. That's a good Halloween That movie. was a fantastic movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. I like the new Ghostbusters. I haven't seen the one with the girls. You haven't seen I it? I haven't seen That's it. That's great. Is it's it? not great if you really loved the originals because then it's like spitting on the originals. But I didn't really watch the originals when they first came out, so I don't have any emotional connection to them. So the new one is good. Yeah. I like it. I like Maybe it that's why we haven't watched it because Chris was like an original Ultimate oh yeah, fan. I'm sure and I'm he sure was... he would I'm sure it would make him mad. Yeah. 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 But uh I have a question for you, Matt. Huh. This is last year was the first year that we really explored this with our kids, and we're probably going to dive into it again this year. But Nightmare Before Christmas is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? <laughs> Gosh, that's such a hard question. We uh, watched it at Halloween and, and at, Christmas at Christmas last year. <laughs> uh, we'll just split the difference. It's a Thanksgiving movie. It's a Thanksgiving. It transitions movie. the seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I, have no, I i can't answer that question i really can't i i uh i feel like it's a halloween movie just because yeah. i feel like it's more appropriate for that season yeah even though it deals with christmas i feel like it's about halloween trying to take over christmas yeah but then i don't know yeah, I, I know, know if that still makes it <laughs> christmas heavy or not i don't know right I don't so know. Tim Burton, hands down, this may be the best movie ever because it's how old? I, I feel like I was in third grade when... It's 25 Nightmare... years old. This and is the 25th anniversary this year. Is it really? Yeah. That's awesome. And we're still, as adults, having this argument. Is it a Halloween <laughs> movie or a Christmas movie? I don't know. So kudos to Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Funko, uh, Funko is doing a whole bunch of special Nightmare Before Christmas toys and all really? of... Yeah, the 25th anniversary of it. I remember seeing that the other day. Um, Very cool. So, yeah. Get your Hallmark Christmas on, y'all. We actually have DirecTV again this year after three years of not having cable or anything. Just Uh doing. You brought it back into your home? We did because of football. (laughs) But what Chris doesn't know, like, he, he proposed this idea to me. We can, you know, it. we can just have it for two years, and then as soon as it gets to that big high number again, you know, because they, they drag mm. you in with a low, or the low thing, a low bill, and then, yeah, the yeah. two-year 
anyway, so he's like, as soon as we get the big actual bill, we'll just cancel it, and this and that, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm playing it off like I'm really disappointed. Oh, I can't believe. But in the <laughs> back of my head, spend I'm all like, this money. well, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, Hallmark, Hallmark movies. movies. <laughs> yes. I wonder what Candace Cameron Bure will play this year. Yay. <laughs> last year's was pretty good. Was last year's the one where she was twins? I didn't get to watch them because... Oh, you didn't see them at all. No. I might I might have them. I might be able to let you. Ooh. Um, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Chick-fil-A has quite the cult following among Christians, as we talked about all last week. We played seven different songs. They were all amazing in their own way. We heard songs by Johnny Diaz, Shama, Jaron Myers, Tim Hawkins, a lot more. Uh, but you guys shown us that we were nowhere near the end of this chicken rainbow. Oh, man. Last week, a lot of songs focused on being closed on Sunday. But today's song uh, <laughs> is from comedian Tim Shropshire, if I'm pronouncing that right. Sounds like he's from <laughs> The Hobbit. <laughs> Tim Shropshire <laughs> is an ode to a particular seasonal beverage. Ooh. Uh, this is My Pleasure, Moo Moo, the Chick-fil-A white peach tea lemonade song could he pick a, a longer, longer title <laughs> <laughs> here it is y'all Two sips of this white peach tea lemonade, and I immediately started started feeling like I was ascending into heaven. Oh my God! But I know y'all say it's it's my pleasure, but truly, the pleasure is all mine. It's all mine. I wrote this song for you. How you changed my life Made me a better man And I've had a few To quench my thirst But to quench my soul You You are the first You got me saying Like a cow for more than just one day and eat more chicken if you say my pleasure. Goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a fan of Tim Shropshire. He's got a good voice, man. He um that was like, I felt like I was back in the late 90s again <laughs> with, like, Casey and JoJo and Boys to Men. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it did have a Boys to Men feel to it. Very, like, <laughs> I, 
Everybody has shown their love of Chick-fil-A and, and Chick-fil-A whatever products. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Mr. Shropshire here just takes it to a whole other <laughs> level. And he really has romanticized white peach tea lemonade. Now, see, I might be missing out, but I barely get the chance to eat at Chick-fil-A at all. So I, I mean, I'm in love with their diet lemonade so much that I don't even, I've never venture out from that. I just get lemonade. I get I get two full large diet lemonades with no ice, so I get the most amount of lemonade possible <laughs> anytime I go. It's so good, so dang good. I don't like the normal lemonade now. No, because I tried because they uh, I went late at night uh, when I went to visit my dad uh, in Lubbock the other night. I went like right before they closed, and I was ordering the two. Yeah, but they only had enough to fill up one with the diet lemonade left because they you know yeah. they fresh squeeze it every day. Uh, so I said, okay, well, give me one of the regular then. And I had the diet one first, and then I started drinking the regular one, and I just couldn't I couldn't drink it. Too I couldn't sweet? finish it. I don't know if it was too sweet. It just it tasted off to me, which it, it had to be because it was regular sugar, yeah. and I'm used to the Splenda version. But it just it wasn't nearly as good. No. And so I don't know if that just comes from drinking the diet one for so long or if the diet one really is better, but... I really think it's better. I want to know when the season is for this white peach tea lemonade because I'm going to have to try it at this point. I feel like it would be spring, right? I feel like it would I be spring. I feel like it would be when the peaches are ripe. I don't know. Is that when peaches come out? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just curious if peaches only grow in the south because of the way that you <laughs> The way I'm talking. The way you're talking. It, it's very southern. <laughs> That's only where peaches grow. Where where are they from? Georgia? Georgia. Georgia, yeah. A Georgia, Georgia peaches. Peach. Moving to the country. Gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> that really took me back. That's a good one, right? Uh, I, yeah, my brother had that song on some mix tape of his. And I listen to it all the time. I want to bust out singing it, but I'm I not know. gonna. I really want to bust out some. That's what I'm doing in my head. <laughs> uh, who was that? That was uh, Dead Presidents, wasn't it? Maybe. Or I don't know. Something Presidents. I don't remember what they were called. But anyway, really good song. Um, yeah. Hey, Shropshire, you did a good job. Awesome job. Uh, it's Manic Monday. Let's uh, break out of the uh, chicken R&B here and uh, <laughs> get back to our hard-hitting Christian hits. When we come back, boycott in and out? What? Stick around. Welcome back. <laughs> to the background warning show. I'm sharing the studio space with with a cow today, apparently. <laughs> Who yeah, likes peaches? It, stuck in my head, man. <laughs> in and Out Burger is shaking up social media this week, but not in a good way. It's twenty five thousand dollar donation to the California Republican Party has led some people to call for a boycott of the burger chain. An image from the California Secretary of State's website recording the August 27th donation was making the rounds on Twitter. Not that the 
contribution should come as any surprise. The fast food chain previously donated 30000 in both 2016 and 2017 to the California GOP, according to LA Magazine. The company also gave 30000 last year and 50000 this year to a PAC called Californians for Jobs and a Strong Economy, which supports pro-business Democratic candidates, as Fortune pointed out. But that show of bipartisanship doesn't appear to have mollified Eric Bauman, chair of the California Democratic Party. He employed those hungry for burgers to take their business elsewhere. Ooh. He posted et two in and out. Tens of thousands of dollars donated to the California Republican Party. It's time to hashtag boycott in and out. Let Trump and his cronies support these creeps. Perhaps animal style. So not only is he upset that they have a political opinion different than him and support it financially, like several other companies do. Yeah. But he's calling them creeps. <laughs> He didn't even call Trump a creep in the thing. He said, let Trump and his cronies support these creeps in and out are creeps now because they have uh, donated to the Republican Party. But, I mean, they donated just as much to Democratic causes. It mm -hmm. said it just there. This wasn't a donation to Trump, which I could understand them being mad at that if it was donated to the Trump campaign because a lot of people don't like him. But just to the California GOP. The you know normal Republican Party. This is what we do here in this com country. Hundreds of companies donate to the GOP. Uh, some in much larger amounts, but they aren't boycotting all of them. So why are we boycotting in and out? I don't understand. We're not. <laughs> yeah, we are not. Gosh, I went when we went to the summit. Oh, I forgotten how. I, for some reason, I I had it in my head that their burgers were smaller. The normal so i ordered two that was a mistake because i were ate you them thinking both. white castle i was no not like i didn't think they were sliders i just thought they were smaller than they were i mm -hmm. thought they were more mcdonald's regular burger sized i mean i knew the patty was bigger but i just like the overall burger itself i thought it was mm -hmm. smaller but it was like quarter pounder sized yeah and i ate two of those puppies gosh they were so good so good their fries were even decent that day in and out Which I've had bad experiences with their fries. I really, I enjoy In-N-Out. Yeah. I feel like they are, they're a good burger mm -hmm. place. But I, I'm, I'm surprised that other people are surprised that they're conservative leaning sometimes. I mean, they have Bible verses on the bottom of their cups and everybody knows that. Yeah. Uh, I mean. It's also in why their fry are, containers. Right. Yeah. I'm, why are we surprised that a... <laughs> A uh, Christian-leaning company is supporting conservative causes. Why is this such an outrage? And there are so many people on Twitter agreeing with this. Like, well, guess I'm not going in and out anymore. I just, I don't get it. <laughs> um, the the headline could have easily read: "Party that champions the concept of tolerance boycotts company for donating to both parties." Oh my! I mean. <laughs> That's really what's happening here. Yeah. A company that supports equally both parties in their financial giving is to be burned <laughs> down to well, the ground. And <laughs> let's be honest. They, they preach tolerance, but they only want tolerance of their beliefs and their viewpoints. 
Yeah. <clears throat> it does of not course, equal not all, tolerance on our Not end. all Democrats are like this. And there were certainly quite a few people that chimed in uh, in that hashtag that sure, this, is just ri- like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and I mean, Democrats uh, and right. even self-described liberals saying this is, this is ridiculous. What are we fighting over, guys? <laughs> right. And like, this is going to go just as well as the Chick-fil-A boycott went, where now Chick-fil-A is poised to become the third most uh, financially uh, viable fast food company in America. Well, and it's just like Hobby Lobby. Right. You know, a couple of years ago, everybody's boycotting Hobby Lobby. Shut down all the Hobby Lobbies because they play Christian music. Oh, no. It's because they were, they were, they're a Catholic run company. Oh. And so they didn't want to provide birth control. Through That's the health right. insurance thing because uh-huh. Catholics largely don't believe in birth control. Um, and so, yeah. So then don't work for Hobby Lobby. Right. I mean, like, if that's the case, then just don't Get work for Hobby Lobby. Get your medical insurance elsewhere. It's not like Hobby Lobby's reaching into all the other companies saying, hey, you can't have it either. Exactly. Because we're Catholic. <laughs> exactly. I think what drives me the most <clears throat> mad about situations like this is people are exercising their... American freedoms, mm-hmm. their American rights, mm-hmm. and yet other Americans with those same freedoms and rights are boycotting them in exactly the same fashion that the business is is utilizing them. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it it just as an outsider looking in or looking into it, kind of going, that is the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> It's more 100%. Yeah. It's it, more like an argument over who is the most offended. Like this offends me. No, this offends me more. Right. So I'm right. Right. <laughs> exactly. That and that's ex- that is all that it is. Yeah. <laughs> who and uh, I've come to learn, I think Kevin said this a few years ago when they were first they first moved here, but the loudest dog usually gets the bone. Yeah. And squeakiest wheel that has come to be so true in so many facets <laughs> of life. Whereas I typically just kind of go, okay, fine, whatever. I'm, I will argue a point, but I'm not going to put myself into a grave arguing a point. <laughs> so by the end of it, I typically don't get the bone because I'm finally just like, forget it. I'm done. Whatever. <laughs> We've gone through so many emotions in this morning show. We really have <laughs> depression, happiness, anger. <laughs> That is what the morning show with Matt and Mo embodies. We will carry you through all you of your were, emotional battles. If you were expecting a positive, encouraging experience, every you can time go to Kayla for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's rock some of this anger out. It's Manic Monday. We got some hard rock coming your way. We'll be back to close out the hour with your verse of the day and our final thoughts. Stick around. to the morning show with Matt and Mo here on the Back Row Radio and uh, we're closing out our day Monday's wrapping up here our butt oh I'm gonna sneeze oh gracious (laughs) I wish that this really was the end of Monday oh yeah there's still a lot of Monday to go but (laughs) for, for our purposes here 
on the show. Monday's over. Bible verse for the day, Isaiah 48, 17. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you in the way you should go. And our thought for the day comes from Ryan Stevenson. He says, never compare your real life to someone else's controlled online content. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're here every Monday through Thursday, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore presentation at 10 a.m. Eastern and 7 a.m. Pacific. If you ever miss one of our shows, you can find all the chatty bits mashed together into a podcast over on backrowradio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Mo, what's the final word? Take care of your gallbladders. (laughs) That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.